Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Some people are so poor, all they have is money. My name is Thomas, and I'm here as always with my friend Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking today? Dude, uh, first of all... you pouring something. Yeah, so I, I went to uh, my liquor store, I'm like, I, it's getting cold, I need to get into my dark beers again. So I have a mm. Oatmeal Yeti Imperial Stout from Great Divide Brewing Company. It is a wicked, I, I think it was 9.2%. Where's the label? Yeah, 9.2%. And uh, mm. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a beer. It just sounds like breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like what you ate this morning. Oatmeal Yeti, also okay for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I you, am dude? drinking a new Belgian pump kick. Ooh, pumpkin. I always have like some weird pum and then and then like a pun on there, like pumpkin or pumpkin. This mm-hmm. is pump kick. Uh gonna be honest with you, thumb sideways on this one. Thumb sideways. Thumbs not down, but sideways. Yeah. Is you it know, like too fizzy? Or like what's the No, okay, so let me I wonder if the, the description's on here somewhere. I don't think it is, but they were just like it's ale brewed with pumpkin, but there's also cranberries in it. Hmm. And I want my pumpkin beer to taste like pumpkin bread. Yeah. Now, I mean, cranberries are good if you have, like, I don't know, urinary issues or something. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want it in my beer. Like, when I'm at the store, I'll be like, oh, any weird fruit or ingredient thrown into a beer. That sounds interesting. Let's buy it. And then I get it home, and I'm like, you know what? I don't actually like cranberries. What was I thinking? It's like, dude, I came up with this wicked new beer. It's called Salami Beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's salam king it's amazing <laughs> i feel bad because i would try it 100 percent. i had uh we, i've tried coffee soda and bacon soda before bacon soda the coffee soda is better than the bacon soda i can tell you that so not baking soda bacon like bacon meat flavored soda oh really there's bacon flavored everything i was gonna say is there a bad bacon thing uh yes there are there <laughs> are many bad bacon things <laughs> So we've been doing this crazy thing lately, which is like preparing. Um, I think it's been like two years. People, I don't know about it. I think you should do this thing. We're like, nah, that's stupid. Who does that? (laughs) But uh, we actually have like a a pretty uh, packed plan. You're yeah, you're quite prepared here. You have many bullets in this bullet list. Your your bullet list would fill like a uh, like a Tommy gun. I judge my plans by the number of bullets. Mine would fill like a a Colt forty five. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? We are talking about budgeting for a lifestyle change. Mm. So not so, just budgeting for life and just like preparing for it, dealing with it. And okay, I'm gonna. And this was your topic, but I'm gonna go out on a limb here and assume that the most useful direction of lifestyle change that these tips will be applicable, applicable, applicable to. Mm. Those are words. Would be at like a downward, like less money lifestyle, right? So, okay, so I think the the core of the, yeah, the core of the plan was basically dealing with less money, and then we were, I was talking with Laura, and we were kind of like, well, shit, you actually need to do this when you make more money, because I feel like the the biggest pitfall of that raise you've always been waiting for, or the new job, is just screwing your finances up, because you have lifestyle inflation. Oh, you mean, okay, so like, like letting your lifestyle inflate to match, but then you overshoot it. 
Yeah, and then may- maybe this is not as sustainable. You know, it's like p- someone who works in the oil industry, and mm. they move up to North Dakota. They're making like insane amounts of money fracking and whatever, and then oil drops to like five dollars a barrel or whatever it's going to, and you're screwed, right? But if, if you didn't, inflate- that's why my plan is to go to Alaska and pan for gold mm. because the oil is just not a good business. <laughs> it's too much risk for failure there. So. You have to invest in a very big pan. That's that's what I heard. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. I've watched plenty of episodes of Alaskan Gold Diggers or whatever it's called. I've that just not- sounds like <laughs> just sounds like a show about Alaskan <laughs> promiscuous women. I was just gonna say Alaskan housewives, aka they, like, Alaskan soliciting gold wolves and and polar bears or something. <laughs> Dude. So, what type of changes? Do you actually like what what con- constitutes a lifestyle change and like what uh, do people even need to prep for? Yeah, so I wrote down a few. Um, I like some major ones would be like if you take a new job that has a pay cut mm-hmm. or even a pay raise, a significant amount of money uh, difference of your salary. Also, if you take a job that requires you to move to a new city or if you just have to move in the ah. first place, and if you have to move to a different type of like uh what do they call that like rural versus urban i don't know there must be some overarching term for that but like if you're going to move to like the suburbs from the city or to the city from somewhere you know Dude, that's an awesome point i was just talking to uh chris from the community and he's from texas and he moved mm. to new york and i mean we were we were sharing uh stories on how like mine and laura's first apartment was 400 square feet that's what him yeah. is his wife is and they have like no space and that's the thing is like you you could make good money in texas come to new york and just everything's way more expensive and you have like a stove toilet combo well yeah and it's not just that everything's more expensive there's just going to be a bunch of things you didn't need when you lived in the different type of dwelling that you're going to need now true like for me like there's so many things you don't think about because they're just such a part of your everyday life. Like I park my car in my garage. Oh, and, you know, I don't have to worry about ever paying for parking because in Des Moines, I know exactly where I can park on the street for free. I skateboard wherever I want to go. You know, all these expenses aren't even a thing. But if I were to move to Hoboken. Chicago or to wherever you're living, Hoboken, you have to kill someone for a spot or yeah. pay $250 a month for a shitty spot that you might not even get. Right. Uh, so, I mean, before we get into other things, uh, I just had a thought about what you would do to prepare for that. There is a site called city dash data. And oh. I just want to check real quick. I think is it's that the city- one with the walking score of places. And I don't know if it has the walkability score. I mean, I could find out really quick. Let's just, let's just type, uh, in New York and find out what it gives you. But no, it's this site where you can look at any city. So I will... I will use, let's do Hoboken, actually, because that's where you live. Mm. You could read the numbers. <laughs> Only 52,000 people live there, apparently. Mm. But you can go there, they have pictures, they have, like, the weather, they have the median incomes, um, they have, like, population statistics, all this stuff. I, like, highly recommend looking at this if you're going to move to a new place. Um, there's also you know, uh, and just, cost just of the- living calculators where you can basically plan this out. Dude, the, but, the estimated median household income is like, first of all, it's like a great thing to read. You're like, oh, that's cool. But it, it like tells such a deeper story. So yeah. Hoboken, estimated median household income in 2003, uh, 2013 is $103,000 in 25. 
whatever. But like, if that's the median, then it's probably damn expensive. So if you have 50k, you're gonna wow. you're gonna struggle. I wonder what mine is, Ankeny. Go to Ankeny. Because dang, hundred three thousand. Yeah, seventy four thousand here. There that's you go, interesting. Dude. So I mean, that's that's a huge cost of living, and there's also cost of living calculators, which I'm trying to remember the name of the one that we've used because Anna and I have used. Uh, I think it's pay scales. Yeah, where you can put in one state or one city, another city, and then you can kind of compare. Like, here's the overall increase or decrease in percentage of cost of living, and then it'll oh, break wow. it down by real estate. Uh, car and gas, groceries, all those things. Dude. So you can kind of see, like, roughly here's what I'm going to spend. But what I wanted to say mm. is City Data has a great forum. And if you're going to move, I think it's a good idea to go in there and read some of the threads or ask some questions because people can tell you, like, yeah, here's where you'd park in the city or, mm. here, you know, just like the tips or, like, here's where you should move into, you know, all those questions. I think the biggest thing is, like, you got to plan for lifestyle change. A lot of people just kind of let it happen. Mm. and the more you plan the better of a transition it's going to be and and i'll tell you what like before this episode's over we're gonna we're gonna give you all that i i have like meticulously plotted it out <laughs> so um i you you may have some overarching points but i have like know your goal find your base do a trial run fix your budget or create one manage your emergency fund because there are changes that need to happen yeah build your plan uh what what else? Well, or, or maybe just you wrote all... this. Well, I thought I thought you had uh, I thought you had like a thing. No, so I have mm. what I've got written here is types of lifestyle changes. So we talked about new job, moving to new city, Babies. also having a baby or getting a dog or something. Yeah, that's also a thing. And like especially the dog thing, like you have to you have to think about uh, potential vet expenses that are going to be expensive. If you get a big dog, it's like feeding a person. It's yeah, expensive. Uh, or taking care of a parent. Oh, now, so yeah. this this one is I think this one's important to note because I feel I'm like a 40 year old person in a 24 year old body and I'm always thinking about this stuff. But I think this is one of those things that can really sneak up on people and you're not prepared for it. And you're like, oh, yeah, my parents are going to live till they're 90. But like at 64, you know, one of your parents has something to happen where they, you know, they can't work anymore or something happens. So or something happens to the other one and they yeah. can't do it alone. Exactly. So I think like, okay, having a baby, you know, an accident can happen and boom, accidental pregnancy, that could be a, like a thing you have to deal with. But uh, beyond that, you know, as long as you're responsible, you can generally plan for when do we want to start a family? You know, as long as we're not stupid, we can start a family when we, when we want to, mm. like you guys, you guys have been thinking about it, I think, but obviously That's something like, that, it's like, when you want it to happen. It's like a, a crux of this episode is it's yeah. like a shocking like, I mean, I was talking with Isaiah from the community, and, and he was just telling us daycare costs in this area are insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, my mom does daycare, and, like, just comparing the daycare rates for here and, like, some other markets. Um, it, it's, like, weird. In certain other cities in Iowa where the cost of living isn't any higher, like, daycare is, like, double. I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe there's like this, this like evil council of daycare moms who like all collude to make the prices <laughs> super high or something. Daycare price fixing. And they go like egg the houses of the people that do like really cheap daycare. They start like giving them negative reviews on Yelp. Like, there's like a change. There's like a mob of hours. angry daycare people just like with torches, just like you're not one of us. If you ain't with us, you're but against dude, us. 
it's so expensive around here. Like uh, some people do the cost analysis, and it's actually cheaper for them to quit their job and yeah. just take care of the kid than to oh, keep their nuts. job because, like, the amount they'll have to pay out is more than they would take home after taxes, which is yeah. insane. But yeah, so uh, but back to the original point, you know, you can at least plan for the family that you're going to start, but you can't plan for the health or financial well-being of your parents. True. So it's like if that's the thing you want to do, if you want to take care of your parents, that's why with like I have the retirement goal, quote unquote, for myself, but it's not like that's not the real goal. Mm. The real goal is to have enough where if I needed to, I could take care of my parents and still live comfortably on my own, mm. you know, and, and not let my parents move in. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> that's first a lifestyle of all, change I'm not accepting of. So. That was actually the first assumption is <laughs> that they're moving in. And I was thinking you'd have to budget yeah. for a bigger house because they they have to be in like the basement if you're on the third floor or the second floor. You know, I can't have my my parents sharing a bedroom wall with me. Oh, I'm building I'm building the sub basement, the basement beneath the basement. <laughs> like the nuclear bunker. That's where they live. So they live there and then you just rent out your normal basement to like to a college. soundproof manufacturing company? Yeah. Yeah. Every perfect. <laughs> We're good to go. <laughs> so those are the ones I wrote down. I think you have more extensive uh, ideas so, here. I mean, I, I have that, like, you know, and I, I kind of, like, broke down topics. You know, baby, there's, like, cribs and diapers and 529 plans, so they're going to go to college, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Hopefully help them. You're getting a new home. Like, people, like, they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this $100,000 home, and I'm going to put $20,000 down, uh, 20% down, so I need $20,000. And they go to the bank, and they're, and they're going through the paperwork, and they're like, well, I have my 20%, and the bank's like, no, no. You need more than that. The bank doesn't want yeah. you to be cleaned out because they're not going to be able to pay your mortgage. So you need to have like above and beyond, which was very surprising to me when I was buying mine. And so there's that stuff. I'm still talking about and hopefully planning on becoming a entrepreneur full time. So that is a thing, <laughs> you know, you have to plan for. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think the principle here is if you are going to make a lifestyle change such as buying a house, mm. then you don't think about the amount of money it takes to get the thing. You take a, you think about the amount of money it takes to get the thing and live with the thing at the same standard you're currently living at. Yeah. And you know what? You're going to move into a place and guaranteed you're going to want to change things. You know, yeah. uh, so there's some sort of renovation or whatever costs. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you went from an apartment to a house. Now you need a couch or another couch. Yeah. Or, well, know. this was the. I mean, this is a relatively small thing, but it really hit me first when I first moved from the dorms to an apartment. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking in, and I was like, "Oh, there's not a trash for me to throw my stuff away. Right. I gotta go buy that. Oh." people don't come in and clean the bathroom and clean the house. I have to go buy a vacuum cleaner and I have to go buy like bathroom cleaning stuff. Like there's all this weird stuff you don't think about. See, when I was in college and I was like, Oh, they don't clean the bathrooms. I guess I should make sure I change my dorm room every year. (laughs) (laughs) You lazy motherfucker. (laughs) No, it's okay though. I hate cleaning bathrooms. You're you're going to take a shower and like, Oh shit, swamp things in there. (laughs) (laughs) There's something alive in here. (laughs) <laughs> the mold on the walls has moved. It wasn't in that pattern before. <laughs> All right, so so you have like a, a change, dramatic or otherwise, that yeah. you need to plan for. Um, what what do you think like is the first 
Well, like, what would you do? So you're going to change jobs and it's in a different city. So you got like big change, you know. I think the first thing I would do is establish where my money is going right now and what sort of a margin I'm having every single month for income versus outcome, mm. just so I can establish a baseline. And uh, I want to, so I want to give an example here of what I, what I've done in the past just regarding my, my current situation. Uh, so I, wrote out a budget on this whiteboard and I was really trying to find up if like I had to, uh, taken a picture of it and I can't find it. This was back when we were in the apartment. So it was like at least eight months ago, maybe longer, but I was like, okay, I think I'm making on average this amount per month. So, and then I listed out all my expenses, um, like all the business ones, so like MailChimp, you know, and like hosting and uh, I had my Patreon pledges on there that I, I donate to people every month. Uh, and then I had like, living expenses, there's rent, there's utilities, everything is there. And then certain list items either got a chain link icon or an axe icon. Mm. So a chain link icon meant this thing is like the amount that I spend per month on this thing is flexible and it is tied to my income. And an axe icon is like, okay, if my income drops, these are the first things to cut. Mm. So like Patreon pledges, Obviously, I love to support the creators of things I like, but not essential. So Axe Icon right there, you know, and then like food budget and like like food budget has the chain link icon. Booze budget probably has the Axe Icon. Right, right, right. What is like easy to just cut and what's what needs to be thought about a little bit harder in terms of can I just scale back on this? Also, I was, I was thinking about that, like with lifestyle changes. There, I think there are certain things that it's so easy to get into a habit of doing and then like you don't realize how expensive they are. And like booze is a really good one because it yes. becomes very easy to just be like, hey, let's grab a bottle of wine for dinner tonight. And mm. then you realize like, oh, my God, I'm spending like on average nine dollars a night because mm. we always have wine with dinner. Like that is essentially like going out to eat every night. So I don't know. I feel like wait, there's wait, an wait, opportunity wait, you to can go out to de- you can go out to eat for nine dollars. Well, I mean, plus the cost of the food. I don't know. Oh, I would say right, right, I would right. say on average, if I take Anna out to eat, it's probably going to be like thirty with tip. Mm. But I mean, just for example, we got crab legs to make at home, plus some vegetables and a bottle of wine, and that was close to thirty bucks. True, but that was like an epic meal. I mean, no, yeah, it was that, like ridiculous, like amazing. <sighs> crab legs are the best food, man. It's so, so like we were uh, we just did like mussels uh, like two nights ago. Yeah, and I mean I think it was about the same because we got mussels and we got bread to dip in the sauce and you know chorizo, and yeah, um, sometimes it could be just as mu- I mean, but it's also the joy of like doing it yourself and right, yeah. But I guess I guess the key insight here is axes and chain links. What could just be cut completely out? to make room for a lifestyle change or if just need be and what can be simply edited to cost less and and cost less booze can be cut i want to say like um so it's so yeah like booze can be cut and uh, you can look like high level and you know booze is you know one high level category food is a high level category but uh, I think that it very much makes sense to drill in in certain cases. And so Laura and I are, are like literally planning for possible baby thought. Uh, mm. We might have to move if we need more space. And I kind of qu- want to quit my job. So like we're like crazy. <laughs> and, you know, it, 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 the conversation got to the point where she's like, well, um, you can't get your beef jerky anymore. And I get like this 
fancy thrown down <laughs> i know i was like anything but the beef jerky we're not having a baby but uh you know like i, I guess i don't require my my fancy slant shack jerky to uh to survive so you know you have yeah. to be able to make those hard choices like not beef jerky that's the thing i just there's this quote that is not from Abraham Lincoln, but it's always attributed to him where it's just like, most people are about as happy as they're going to be. Mm. You know, and he didn't say this, but I like it anyway, because I think back um, to like younger times when I was in college, didn't really have much money, didn't really have much stuff. And I journaled during these times. So I know it's not a hundred percent nostalgia bias here. Mm-hmm. I just realized that like, there are definitely aspects of my life that I'm happier with, like individually now, because I've worked up to them. But on a, on average, I'm not like insanely happier now that right, I right. can afford to drink, you know, kind of nice wine on a regular basis and have a nice house. Like I'm not that much happier. I was perfectly happy with my dorm. Which I just think there's like habits that you can scale back on and not really decrease the happiness. It's just like over time you sort of like inch your way into more expensive habitual behaviors mm. that don't really increase the net happiness level. They just, you're just like, oh, that's novel. Oh, this is novel. Oh, this little bit more expensive thing is novel. And like the novelty all wears off that, that all the novel things like experiences were in the past, but you're still doing the expensive thing. Very true. And it actually reminds me, one of the lifestyle changes I have down is, uh, going from a college I, I wrote going from a college student to an adult <laughs> and I, I guess i understand that you are an adult but no i think imagine. it's a good i think it's a good way to say it because uh like, like you have all these responsibilities adults, but, and these yeah. all of a sudden there's additional costs like you know what you got right. your first job it's awesome and you know you're, you're just kind of trying to figure it out financially and your team's going out for drinks after work right and you're like well i want to go with my team you know i want to kind of get to know the better hang out maybe i feel like i'm compelled to but they're going to this really expensive bar and i'm gonna leave with a hundred dollar bill oh yeah that's true one lifestyle change can be like if you're living if you're hanging out with different people they may have different tastes mm. that can hit your wallet pretty hard true yeah especially that's, oh mm. fincon let me tell you man Oh, dude, I spent like a million dollars at the last FinCon, like no joke. I go to anime conventions every once in a while, and I feel like I'm kind of falling out of love with them. Maybe I'm just becoming an old man. But when you go out to eat with people at the anime conventions... Maybe it's because you don't have a mustache. Yeah, it could be. I need to get, and save up the beard. I think, that, I think that my YouTube audience will commit mutiny if I get rid of the beard. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll lose 80 percent of your female audience <laughs> that's the only reason they're subscribed i just i just like the beard i don't know all, all i hear is wah, 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 wah. damn that beard god look at his beard in the light oh my god can i say like a slightly night not safe for work thing yeah somebody commented that beard would feel great against my balls <laughs> uh, that's, like, that's terrific. a little creepy i believe next week's catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> submitted by anonymous <laughs> Dude. anyway so okay so looping back what the heck was i talking about we're talking about college becoming an adult yeah we were weren't we um so yeah we were talking about like drilling down into specific things and just kind of how you had how you had like the chain icon for specific expenses acts for others i really like yeah. that because um, I wind up not upkeeping mine. I mean, like, n- I, I used to kind of uh, 
track what my monthly expenses were. Like, yeah. you know, I need internet, I need cell phone, whatever, like the requirements. Right, right. Um, and so we're kind of at this spot now where we had built up all this stuff, a lot of it's like crap, and now we have to go through every single one. It's um, kind of the thing. Uh, I didn't draw icons for these items, but I mean, the, the existence of the chains and the axes necessitates that there were items on the list that did not have either of those and those were fixed like okay i know that these have to stay mm, but like rent yeah like rent. Well, i guess rent could even go down but you like you sort of you build this infrastructure into your life where there's certain there's certain expenses that are dependent upon others so you're like well i guess i wouldn't need this thing to survive but i need it to keep up the rest of the stuff like mm. I need this fast internet because I make YouTube videos and I need it. I need to pay $200 a month to my email service provider because that's how big my list is. And it's not like I can just delete my list, you know, like no, I, would, I would just say delete your list. That's oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just, I'll send smoke signals whenever I have a new video. That's right. Please look towards the <laughs> East. And if you see the Raven surrounding the smoke, go to YouTube. <laughs> so, all right. One of the things that I, to get like um, super specific, uh, you know, you're you're getting a new job, and mm. let's say it's it's a paid decrease, right? So you have to okay. plan for this decrease, right? You you we need to cut things, and, and you should probably cut a lot, probably more than you need to. Yeah. But the the question would be, how do you know how much you need to cut? How do you figure this out, right? Well, you should know what your salary is, right? Okay, great. So you know your salary is fifty thousand dollars. How much can you spend a month? So what I was going to say is you should already have that list of expenses. Here's what I'm spending every month roughly. Now, if you can estimate that take-home pay, you can apply that to your list of expenses and you'd be like, okay, is, does this cover the expenses I currently have? No. Well, then things with axes, cut them. Boom. Things with chains, adjust them. There we go. Uh, right, and right. one thing I did when I was calculating this out for my friends is I would get the number and then I would... Uh, take like 90% of it and try to build their budget off that. So, dude, check this out. Th- this, is, this is what you need to use. So you get your salary, whatever it is, 50K, right? You yeah. take 60% of that, and that's what you have to work with. The other 40% is going to taxes or it's going to savings. I mean, I mean not or. It's going to both unless you make a lot. And then you'd be only putting 5%. So, for example, I get taxed at 35%. So if I took 60% of my base, I would be putting uh, 35 towards taxes and 5% towards savings, right? Okay. So if you do 50,000 times 60, the remainder is 30,000. And then you divide that by 12, and that leaves you with 2.5K. So I think as like a safety guideline... You should approach it like this and then try and work within the 2.5K. And I think the next thing you want to do is either research or talk to people who are already in a similar life situation to what you will be moving to. Mm, so that's a good point. So in the how case would you of, find these people? Right. So in the case of moving to a new city, the city data forum is awesome because you have a bunch of locals who are there who can tell you everything you need to know, right? Mm. Or if it's a parent, if you're, if you're going to be a parent, talk to a parent. If you're, you're getting like, a new what job. What expenses am I, not, am I not predicting that I'm going to have? If you're getting a new job, a new state, talk to your coworkers. 
Yeah. You know. Um, talk to your relatives. Um, just, yeah, just talk to people who are living in a similar situation because there's probably going to be expenses that you're not anticipating. And so, if you can plan for those, then I don't know. There's like a bunch of – you can make a bunch of unneeded purchases before you realize that you need that money for something else because it's a change and your your mind is stuck in its old routines. All right, look. So, so you've gone through your budget. You have an idea of what is necessary, what is not. You've dis- you found your base of of what you're going to have to work with, mm. and chances are, like, or, or hopefully, you're not listening to this. And tomorrow you fly to the new state to start your job, and like that's it, right? Like, m- more often than not, if you're having a baby, you have nine months to repair. Uh, if you have a new job, you have, um, I mean. Ideally, a few weeks, but likely you'll be looking for a new job, so you have probably more than a month. And so I think it's very important before you make the change to do a trial run. Mm. Because um, it is one thing for you to sit there and say that I can get my expenses down to $1,000 a month. I know it. I went through my stuff. It's all good. And then you go into the situation, and it's actually $2,000 a month, and you're screwed. So... You should do a trial run, ideally for at least two months. And what you can do is, as you cut your expenses, you take those extras and you put that into your runway, right? Or your emergency okay. fund. I so I have a I have an addendum to the trial run idea mm. because I just I thought about like what well what if you're making more money and you're like ooh I want to buy a, a bigger car or I want to like start incurring some monthly expense that I didn't have before. Uh, your trial run could be like whatever you're going to pay per month for that for a couple months you could donate that to charity mm-hmm. and just be like okay I've been donating this much to charity every month is that like is that sustainable could I keep doing that and right. if it is like well I suppose you could take the money away from those kids in Africa and <laughs> buy your pool or something <laughs> so uh I'll, I'll put this out there so i didn't think that through i i take no, you, my yeah, excess like, and i put it into my betterment account um oh, I, I guess but, but i mean you could do either you right you could do that too yeah so my whole thing is that uh, i'm trying to build a runway fund because i want to quit my job and then also mm. you know the baby thing will require some money i mean there's like cribs and this and that and whatever yeah. possibly new house or, or something so i need like this slush fund and usually you know people are like oh i have an emergency fund um it's kind of not for that right that's for an emergency yeah yeah so uh your use your trial run to prove to yourself that you can do this yeah, to save for the third couch you need with your bigger place or whatever <laughs> right so it's kind of like built into the process yeah, I just had the idea because um, on Reddit the other day, I, there was an AMA from a family, like a couple, I guess, who they donate 50% of what they make to charity. I saw that. And they both have like crazy engineering salaries. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the wife was a social worker. But they, I mean, they're, I think they were bringing home like 250 k a year right, mm. at this point. But in the past, they were still donating a ton and they were making like 40 k a year together because one was a grad student. Um and that, that just got me thinking, like, I should probably give more than I do. So I have done that this month, and I'm going to continue to try to do that. But that was one thing they said in the thread is we keep donating so much because we just don't inflate our lifestyle. What do you donate to? Um, I am donating to the Against Malaria Foundation. Mm. because uh, So in that thread, they link to 
uh, give well statistics on several charities and they have like ridiculous research and, and due diligence on like the most effective places you can donate your money. And that one's like right at the top of their list. Could be because uh, I think Bill Gates is is like major, either like running that or one of the major contributors. Like that's one of his big. It's like get bathrooms for people. Yeah, in countries yeah, where that's not like, a thing, and like malaria. Yeah, something like that. But I mean that that one I thought was compelling because you know if you can if you can donate to something that increases the healthiness and well being of people, then they themselves can start to increase their economic. Uh, stats so so i wanted to add to uh you know the trial run the runway piece that um when you're about to make a change uh you know maybe you have like your runway and betterment and hopefully you did if you've been planning for a long time but uh this money that you're going to need soon should be 150 percent in a savings account because you're making a change in the short term and we don't know what the market's going to do, so you need to put that somewhere safe so that it'll be there, you know, so you can count on it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, after your trial run, you have to fix your budget or create one. So, I mean, I think, I think we've kind of, like, said, if not a budget, you at least want some sort of picture of where your money's going every month. Right, right. Um... I guess from there you can just make those adjustments based on your trial run and based on what you're making from now on or what your new non uh, non adjustable expenses are and base your budget off that. Uh, yes. Yeah, and so I mean we have a lot of like resources on like how to create a budget like um, you you have a really good one that we'll link to as well like kind of like ideologically ideology behind mm. it so we'll link to that i don't want to like go deep into that yeah um, you mean oh you mean my my budgeting guide mm. i do i do want to like pick this little quote from the guide like jeff yeager has this book called the cheapskate next door and he said that uh only about 10 percent of the cheapskates they pulled had like a formal written out budget of every month mm. i am more a fan of just knowing like a little like knowing what buckets my money should flow into and if you use like the pay yourself first analogy like okay i'll pay my debts i'll pay my investments you know i have like the fixed expenses and from there i don't have to worry because i know how much is left over and we have that uh that general rule of thumb that you want to have like about three times your monthly expenses in your checking account Mm. so from there you can spend what you want so i actually want to talk on the pay yourself first piece because i I think it it kind of ties in and i think that that there are some pitfalls related to that that people will only hit when they do it and it's like too late so so one Mm. real quick pay yourself first just means before you start spending take some of your money put it in savings right and by savings investment account whatever right yeah now uh most people are putting their expenses on credit cards because they're getting points. Um, They get protections of credit cards and and it builds their credit, right? But, you know, we we want you to be responsible. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, a lot of my expenses don't go on a credit card because they can't. Like what? Like almost all my bills. Like what? Oh, okay. Like my water bill, like my rent, like all those things 
they have to be paid in different ways. Right, right. So water bill, rent, my taxes. Like the rent I have to pay via check because. But that that still leaves like a large school. portion of stuff that that could go on credit. I've cards. got a lot of business expenses on credit cards, but mm-hmm. for the most part, like the the big monthly expenses, in terms of living, those have, those have to be set up through a bank account or a check or something like that. So mm-hmm. it'd be nice if I could do a credit card. But check this out. So you you have your credit card that you're using for I don't know fifty percent of your expenses, whatever, right? You're yeah. putting the money in. I mean, you're you're charging it this month, right? You make sure you balance mm-hmm. your budget so you're spending less than you make. The problem is you pay your credit card bill next month, so you need to have the cash avail like available next month to pay for your expenses in the prior month. And so what could happen is if you uh, have a fluctuation in spending or, or your spending is normal but a decrease in income, you could then be caught where you were actually spending less than you made but in the following month, the bill that you have to pay is more than you can afford based mm. on the amount of cash you have in your account. And so um, you have to be like really careful with – credit card bills and this whole paying your first piece in that you understand that even though you budgeted it for this month, your expenses, mm. you're paying for it next month. So you have to have the cash available. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why you'd want to have that three times monthly expenses in your checking account. That way, if there ever is a spending fluctuation, you can, you can roll with it. True. You know? True. Yeah. Uh, all right. You have manager emergency fund as the next item here. So I, I think we kind of covered that. It was yeah, just, I think we can because like yeah. save a runway. That's like you would do that before you make the life change. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know. And then from there, like just make sure your emergency fund. I don't know. Do you? What are your thoughts on uh, emergency fund amounts? Um, given that three times of exp- those expenses should already be in your checking. Like so, I kind of just set this like blanket rule that it should be 25k and i think it's like okay. this really big high number right yeah that, uh but the, but the catch is that you're you're putting into it every month and you put into something like betterment so that it will not just sit there and mm. lose value over time um and it kind of like then doubles because you have your buffer and your checking yeah um yeah and i guess like I know some people are uncomfortable with keeping an emergency fund in any sort of investment. So you could have it somewhere else if you wanted to, or you could have like a portion of it somewhere else and then the rest of it in betterment, you know, whatever is comfortable enough. I do know like if you have 25 K it's unlikely that the market will wipe it out, especially if it's in non risky investments. And I think the thing is like, I think it'd be very challenging to have an emergency. I mean, if you don't have health insurance, maybe, Yeah, but, uh, uh, it's sufficient, I think, for most emergencies, and definitely more than most people even have total in savings. Or I sneezed at the Met and I knocked a painting off the wall. That's the emergency. <laughs> Th- <laughs> then you flee the country. <laughs> so, yep. I think like the the last piece that uh, I want to cover is um, putting together a plan. Mm. So. You have you have your runway or you know some uh, money that you put aside for plan expenses. You've you've cut your budget. Uh, you you're doing a trial run, um, and then you need to kind of plan. And and I we've talked about this in another episode where it's like planning um, 
is useless, but or it's, it's basically like plans never work out, but the act of planning is immeasurably important. Oh, it's Eisenhower. Yeah. How plans it, are useless, but planning is everything. There we go. Yeah. See, he said it much more eloquently. <laughs> but what you should do is you should plan out what the first X months would look like in terms of expenses, income, yeah. if you have income less than what you're taking in for whatever reason, uh, how long your runway will last you so that um, you know how long you have until, until you need, I don't know, more money. Yeah. Mm. All right. I think we got it. Yeah, I'm like sweating over here. <laughs> <laughs> so many rich tips <laughs> coming out of my pores. Cool. Well then, I think I think we've covered it. So yeah, uh, just to recap, and know your goal, find your base, right? Mm. Figure out what you're going to be making. Compare that to your current expenses, and then before you do your trial run, I think it's a good idea to gain all the data you can by asking people who are in the same situation you're going to be in. And also uh, doing research online, city data, things like that. Then create your budget and build your plan, trial run it, make the change. Cool. Boom. Boom. All right. Uh, So speaking of talking with people who may or may not have been in your life situation, Mm -hmm. we have a community of money nerds who are actively chatting it up probably right now. And uh, you can join now. Yes. So, yeah. We are, and we think that you should. <laughs> we do think you should. Yes. So you can head over to listenmoneymatters.com slash community if you want to join. Uh, Actually, if you go to slash join, you could sign up. Oh, it's slash join. If you go join, to slash right. community, it's going to bring you to a page that asks you if you're feeling left out, would you like ah. to join? Well, okay. We got to send them to community so then they feel left out. Mm. And then there's like, there's the desire. That's right. Now you want to join. It's like, I was trying to join, I do feel left out, so I'm clicking this. Yeah. Oh, the, site's getting, the site is getting better and better every day, man. Thanks. Actually, I had occasion to check out the school section recently. Yeah, we I'm just, liking it. Uh, there, there's much more changes to come, but we had this like courses section, and it, it, I felt like, well, I mean, we both felt like, uh, especially Laura, she kind of uh, spearheaded this, that yeah. felt like there was a lot to be desired. And so we revamped it so that uh, it would be more valuable because we have like all this awesome stuff that we've created over the past two and a half years. And we want you to be able to apply exactly what you need when you need it. And that's what we would like the, the money school to be. So if you go to listenwaymatters.com slash school, you can check that out. Yeah, I'm looking at We have like a paying back student loans one, which, oh, that one. Actually, I think this is, did you guys just put this one up? Like yesterday well, she's been like creating them i mean we have them planned and she's been like gotcha. creating them i've been helping and yeah i think i saw a few were on here yesterday than i do today so we are adding even more cool so yeah we have the school we have the community which is at slash join not community well either one either and we one also have our toolbox where you can find our favorite resources and tools uh, including things like you need a budget if you happen to want to actually budget but uh Personally, I don't. <laughs> I just like my little pipeline model. And uh, that's all. Those things are all over at listenmoney.com, sla- listenmoneymatters.com, slash toolbox. So I think that's all we got. Uh, unless you want to be very kind to us and go over to iTunes and leave us a rating review. It always helps. Other than that, thanks for hanging out with us. And we look forward to hearing from you. Well, I guess we're not going to hear from you. 
I look forward to hearing from you, Andrew. You'll hear next episode. <laughs> Later, man. Later, dude. Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.